Warning, what you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. I get to preach on Sunday, so me and the Ethiopian eunuch from uh, Acts 8 are spending some time together. So, okay. Um, okay. I'm going to... What you doing with that? Yeah, I don't know yet. Um, I just, I, I guess, I want to. My my initial thought was to find, to not find, but to to have the kind of celebration to to undo the white supremacy of the Western Christian narrative of that kind of the city on a hill mentality that we talk about sometime, right? Like okay. that part of, part of the white supremacy of American and Western Christianity, right? Is this idea of, you know, Jesus, Jesus showed up in Israel and then the disciples went to London, um, <laughs> you know, and then, and then, and then the true disciples went to America and then America has sort of now sent missionaries across the world to share the true faith. Um, to, the true faith, right? Like, um, it's just it's uh, Dr. Shaniqua Walker Barnes, who who um, I sent you the quote from her about possession, mm-hmm. whiteness. Oh, that's what I was from. Okay, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I bring the voices of my people. Um, she's a, a she describes herself as a practical theologian and a licensed psychologist. Right. And um, and so she talks about this ego ethno egocentrism or ego ethnocentrism. Right. But just the 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 domination of whiteness, the domination of white supremacy in. As it centers white as normative for all experiences and Mm -hmm. all all knowledge and all standards of everything. Right. And and that's that's just a piece of of our faith that. Um, that I, I wonder about kind of subverting in joy, right? Like mm-hmm. just to be able to share the, um, the, the thing that I've read over like millions of times in that passage, right? The, the Ethiopian unit came to Jerusalem to worship. Yeah, he was, he was a Jew, right? Like he, he came to Jerusalem to worship. Man, look, I'm so glad you got that statement there, right? That he was a Jew and he came to Jerusalem to worship. Because people miss that, even though it's in the text. And it's funny because I told you that yesterday I was doing this work with one of of the dioceses that I work with on Mm -hmm. extricating white supremacy. And because that passes in the lectionary, it was a perfect time to talk about that passage, right? right? Especially because the bishop had asked me, Oh, I wanna. I want you to lead us in worship, and can you lead us in worship, um, in a non-Eurocentric paradigm? Hmm. Which, you know, has its complications. And I told him, "Go ahead, go ahead." Well, I just, I, I'm like, like I'm, I'm just, and maybe we don't want to talk about it or whatever. No, no, no. Like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I think you're gonna. I think I, I'm wondering. I'm intrigued to see if you're about to go where I'm about to go. Because that would be refreshing, brother. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of ways that 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 invitation could come. And one of them sounds a lot like the rulers of Babylon who say, uh, sing us a song. And some of them sound a little bit like, uh, hey, Sammy, why don't you get up there and dance a jig for us? Um, You know, in this minstrel show we got going on. And the problem is, I understand that that's not his mentality. I understand that consciously. You know what I mean? I also understand that subconsciously this is always there. <laughs> right. Like even if even if it does really come from this a, a repentant reflective place that recognizes the history that's in the room when you ask that kind of a question. The history is still in the room when you ask that kind of a question, right? And that's what I ended up telling them, right? So I was like, look, here's the thing, you know. Cause I was like, I told because I told the bishop directly when we when he when he asked me this stuff, right? I had no problem telling him directly. Thanks be to God, we have that right, sort of relationship right. where, you know, I'll tell you directly. 
but I'm telling the staff about this because I'm bringing them up to speed. And I'm like, yo, you know, um, here's the reality. When you say that, it's, 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 it is as if I'm on display. I have to show you something, invite you into something that you have no intentions of holding to. And I use this scripture, I use this scripture as a perfect example because I talked about how in our minds, we just don't believe that a non-Western paradigm is truly Christian. Mm -hmm. And because we don't believe that a non-Western paradigm is truly Christian, rather than embracing worship, what we're doing is we're listening intently in order to critique to choose whether or not, right? Whether or not we are we going to list this in, or are we going to hold this at bay? Does it meet my standards? Is it is it actual? Is it true? Is it worthy? And mm-hmm. so, by mm-hmm. default, because of the practices, I, the one who's putting this on display, am in a situation where I'm left wondering: Are they really receiving this prayer, or are they? ignoring this prayer and critiquing this prayer i i have this image this this memory we um i i totally blew all sorts of opportunities in seminary right like i mean thanks be to god that at least you were in my relationship it was not one that i i i passed on right like but a lot of other ones and one of them was um uh a, a relationship with a south african woman um love her right like priest and and I do remember her talking about one time when um, international night, which let's we have that that's a whole nother story, right? Like, but um, where she shared about you know even well-meaning tourists who would come and photograph their rituals, and right, it, it's that same sort of paradigm, right? If you've got these people who you're being asked, please be fully authentic and vulnerable in front of us, <laughs> while we commit nothing, right? While it costs you everything, while you open all of your who you are and and your history and your joy and your pain and and all of your identity to us while we sit here without committing anything costing anything investing anything and judge whether or not it is to be approved uh, as authentic yeah. Yeah. and authentically christian yeah sing yeah. sing a song for yeah. us on the uh, on the rivers of babylon and so i told the them i told them i told them this is what i told them i'm like so here's the reality even if none of you have the thoughts that I'm talking about. The reality is because of the legacy of this shit, I am concerned as to whether or not you all have these thoughts. Well, because they're there. The history's in the room. (laughs) We're the ones who are denying it. This idea that sort of if we don't have the thoughts, that's part of the problem that we don't have the thoughts because we've buried them, right? We've denied them. We've tried to, to kill them. And it's in, in reading this scripture, that passage, Acts 8, 20 through, I think it's 40 for the lectionary this week. Mm-hmm. About the Ethiopian eunuch. It's the first time, and it wasn't the passage, it was more so the commentary. It was the first time that I really saw things in this way. And don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a Rastafarian. I read this passage all the time. You know, Rastafarians hold to this passage. Like, <laughs> this is proof that our people were there at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, at yeah. the foundations. It's when I was reading the commentary by the Venerable Beatty. Hmm. And everybody loves the Venerable Beatty, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I don't... <laughs> because he's Western, and I don't trust Western theologians. However, because he is pre-Great Schism, 1054, oh. I tend to trust him a little bit more. Better wet, let me not say I trust him. I tend to use him when I speak to Westerners because pre-1054 Western theologians are almost all right benefit of the doubt there's at least there's hope there there's There's some hope hope. but in reading this passage the other day man that hope was shattered (laughs) hold it lightly and don't put a lot in it right like because i was like 
I was reading some I was reading the commentary and I'm like Venerable Beatty said this? Yeah, probably. I'm like this strain of thought existed back when he was teaching? Oh shit, this strain of thought why did he have this train of thought? And you know why he had it? Or at least my, my mind why he had it. So I'm looking up. I'm like, well, where is the venerable Beatty from? To think like this, he sound like he sound like straight up Western white folk. Georgia, North Carolina, New York. Where is it? Where is he? Where from? is he from? He clearly ain't from Greece. Shit, he can't be from Italy. No, no, he's from England. That mother is from North Umbrington. <laughs> and so when I saw that because I googled where is he from and when I saw that I was like oh that's why he says some shit like that it just made sense to me that he would say some of the stuff that he that I just read him say about that passage and here's why because you know and this is why I said I love the fact that you said about the, the Ethiopian eunuch being there to worship that you picked up on that and that by him being there to worship you picked on you picked up on that he's a Jew Why else would you go to Jerusalem to worship? Here's an appropriate uh, disclosure at this point, right? Like, you've mentioned this to me a whole bunch of times, and so I finally actually saw it for myself, right? Like, so let, just to be clear, let's not claim that I somehow stumbled across this nugget blind squirrel that I am, right? <laughs> All on my own, right? I'm the blind squirrel who somebody, like, lines up and points towards a whole pile of acorns. Right, and I, I veer so wildly that maybe I just skimmed one that happened to roll off towards the side there. All right, anyway, go ahead. Proceed. We'll take that. Be that as it we'll may. Right. He's a Jew. Mm -hmm. It says it right there in the text. In the text. However, I'm gonna just read to you some of the Venerable Beatty's commentary. Mm-hmm. On, let me get specific, on verse 26, which reads, now, you know what, let me just read 26 through, I'll say 30. Probably need to read more, but. Now the, an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Kandaki, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. And sitting in his chariot, he was reading as Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading from the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I, unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. I could go on in terms of other things that, you know, this passage talks about and so on and so forth. But let's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. let's, let's, let's stop there for now. Just because I want, uh, what I want to talk about is, you know, Venerable Beatty, right? And this whole connection to, to white supremacy, right? He says... It is well that it was in the South that this man was sought, found and washed clean. Burning with mm. devotion in his breast, he deserved to be consecrated to God as, so to speak, the first fruit of the Gentiles. In him especially was fulfilled that saying of the psalmist, Ethiopia will stretch out its hands to God. This racist, this white supremacist brother of Oz Brother, brother. Ooh, I always thought you were going to go for another familial connection, but, but brother's good. Okay. <laughs> let us not even, because I heard you, mm, so let us not even dwell on the fact that he said, you know, sought, found, and washed clean. Let's not dwell there yet. Not yet. Baptism, sin, okay, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe. Let us go to the first, the first and best point. Burning with devotion in his breast, he deserved to be consecrated to God as, so to speak, the first fruits of the Gentiles. What did you say? You said he was a Jew. So how are we defining Jews and Gentiles now, Venerable Beatty? 
How are you mm -hmm. defining Jews? Who is a Jew? Clearly, it must not be someone who worships the Jewish faith, travels to Jerusalem during the festival in order to pay the temple tax on behalf of all of his people. He's not a Jew. He's still a gentle, a Gentile. Right. Somehow, he's still a Gentile. Because in his mind, even back then, in the Venerable Bede's time, in his mind, there is no way in hell... In his mind, he has already separated Jesus from blackness. He has already separated Jerusalem from blackness. He has already separated Egypt from blackness. And, and let's have, uh, uh, I've, heard it, I've heard it called an explanatory comma. Maybe we'll have an intersectionality comma, right? Like, he, he, maybe he is also, in the midst of all of that, also caught up on this whole eunuch thing, right? And, and Jew and, and manliness and however he is defining that in this moment, right? Like, we can't have... I have some ambiguity there. So, okay, right, go ahead. right, 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 right. Because, 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 and to go along with that line, right, like a, a, a woman in the, in the group is going to point out that the eunuch, the treasury minister, the finance minister, because we could call him the eunuch or we could call him the finance minister. The official, yeah. Mm -hmm. She says he wasn't allowed in the temple. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, right? It's, but wait, 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 wait. Perhaps, perhaps. But how do we know? I didn't push on this, but how do we know? Now, we are assuming because in our white supremacist mind, a eunuch means that he would not be able to be granted into, into there because all of these cleanliness laws and he's a eunuch and so on and so forth. But again, he is the finance minister of a powerful nation. Mm-hmm. The finance minister of a powerful nation. Right now, in 2020, 2021, whatever the hell year we're in. When Americans go over, when, when American diplomats, when the Secretary of State or whoever goes over to Jerusalem, goes over to Saudi Arabia, they ain't Muslims, they ain't Jews. We see them all the time. In the temple. We see them praying at the wailing wall. We see them. All of which should not be done. By people who are not of that faith. Mm. According to those faiths. According to the hadiths. According to the. Um, the, 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 the Mishra. It'd be like holding a Bible and standing in front of a church. When you really don't believe any of it. I mean. <laughs> Yet and still, because this is an official of great authority in a nation of power, America, that person is allowed into those temples. However, we somehow believe that a person of great authority from another nation who is of the faith is not allowed in the temple. Well, and so, it, I, I mean... It, it amazes me sometimes, Jabril, about how how you miss things that are just so obvious. You know, how, how like, just the simplest concepts well, seem to black. elude you. Well, he's black. He's black, so of course right? he wasn't welcome in the temple. He, no, well, not, not even, I mean, not even that directly, right? Like, I mean, I understand that there's a certain amount of hyperbole and, and graciousness in biblical stories such that, I mean, I understand that they use the words powerful, but he's Ethiopian, and we all know that Ethiopian people are starving. Right. They've got these really, like, these descended right. bellies, and, right. and they live in mud huts. Right. Even now, so, oh, my gosh, what were they like back then? Right. There's I mean, no way so, that great authority means he had great authority. There's no way that charge of all her treasury. I mean, how big could her treasury have been? I mean, right, right, he was right. sitting in his chariot, but clearly he must have been driving that chariot himself. <laughs> we can't. My eyes are literally like I have been taught literally to to be blind to I am skipping over all these words, right? Powerful. I am reinterpreting everything to minimize all of this stuff. And like, that is and done you, simply because of the word Ethiopian. That's right, because he's black. And not just black, right? Like you, let's get into American white colorism, right? Right. Like, not only is he black, he he's, black he's not black, even African American or black. He's 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 like 
poor, hungry, starving, feed the children black. Government. Feed, he feed the thank you. He is feed the children black. Oh my god, he is he is we are the world black, right? Like he is oh my gosh. So we skip over all of that, right? Like our, our minds can't even conceive this is how blind we are, right? And like oh my gosh. But you know what's crazy? Because so I was about to say, you know what's crazy? Is I haven't even finished with what the venerable BD said. Oh yeah, no, no. It, it, it may not be worth it. I don't know. Oh no, it is worth it. It is so worth it. Cause this is what this mother brother said. <laughs> he continues. It is not the road, the road, but Gaza that is referred to as a desert. For the old Gaza, which was formerly the Canaanites' boundary with Egypt was destroyed down to its foundations, and in a different place, another Gaza was built to replace it. Allegorically, this designates the people of the Gentiles, who were once separated from the worship of God, uncultivated by the preaching of the prophets. The road that went down to this same place from Jerusalem and opened the fountain of salvation is the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, I am the way and the truth and the life. All sounds okay-ish. Well, except for that part where he he implies that that genocide is okay allegorically, right? Like that's why I said that's why I said you got to be listening close to hear that. That's why I said it sounds okay-ish. You like if you're I mean, not if you're that, not, and that we're gonna jump right from there. Maybe you're headed this way, right? We're gonna jump right from there. It was okay to that the Gentiles were destroyed in order for Christ to be brought to them later, and and their civilization to be to be brought to them right like i mean are you kidding me this this is the foundation of it's okay to rip all of these people out of africa because at least we gave them jesus like we gave them civilization it's all right there <laughs> genocide's fine as long as you convert whoever happened to be left over oh i can't wait till you hear this final sentence that he says so then he says from the Jerusalem above came down to our infirmities, and with the water of baptism, he made white the blackness of our guilty condition. Ooh. Woo! Glory! Hallelujah! All Make praise, white Jesus! Make it plain! Woo! Make it plain! Oh! Oh, my gosh! Made white the blackness and he uses I, I, that particularly on the passage about the Ethiopian finance minister. I just hear, I hear Baldwin, right? Like, I am not your Negro, right? Like, you needed this, not me. What is it about your soul that this is how you, wow. So, I'm going to go further, man, and I'm going to talk about how Y'all white folks are so smart, you're dumb. We used to say back home, you're so smart, you're dumb. Back in the Virgin Islands, you know, you're so smart, you're dumb. He talks about the Ethiopian queen now. Oh, no. Oh, talk no. about a black woman. Don't, don't go after the queen. I mean, are you kidding me? You're going to get thrown to shreds. Wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it. She can take care of herself, obviously. So I don't, you know, I don't he says, the sending by the Ethiopian queen of treasures of the nations of, to Jerusalem signifies that the church would bring gifts of the virtues and of faith to the Lord. The etymology of her name is also appropriate. Here's where he's so smart, he dumb. The etymology of her name is also appropriate, for in Hebrew, Candice means exchanged. And he continues from there. In the scriptures, in the psalm for those who, for, for those who will be exchanged, it is she to whom it is said, Hear, daughter, and see, and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's home, and so forth. So, of course, that supports the whole idea of, you know, whiteness coming and bringing to black people uh, a better way that you should abandon your way and embrace this way because this is what you know what's candace means mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't even need to talk about the idiocy of that right 
because the intellectual idiocy, the linguistic idiocy, is front and center. Mm. He'll talk about Candace in Hebrew. I don't know what it means in Hebrew. Don't give a damn what it means in Hebrew. Kandeki mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is the title mm -hmm. of the queen of Ethiopia. The Kandeki. That is oh. a Ge'ez term. You mean, wait, 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 wait. You mean that they had their own language <laughs> that had meaning and, and depth, that they had they had their own sort of cultural <laughs> value systems and 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 things that they prioritized and, and they interrogated and analyzed and expressed. They had their own, you're almost implying like they had their own poetry or their own philosophy or their own belief structure that that had any, that had some some actual content to so it. So this real... is, this is the lengths to which whiteness will go in order to create and uphold a narrative of white supremacy where somehow you don't even have i don't give a damn that it means that in 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 hebrew i i you you cannot make the intellectual the philosophical the argument the argumentative leap mm -hmm. to take a name a title a word that exists and was used in one language and simply Determined that it's relevant to this language over here. I don't even care if they happen to mean the same thing. I don't know why the queen of Ethiopia would have a title that says she's exchanged. But I could even care less if they happen to mean the same thing. The reality that you do not know that this is a title in the Ge'ez for the Ethiopian queen, your entire argument thereafter is moot. And for those of you, if, if we have any venerable BD, BD fans that are even still listening at this point, right? Like, <laughs> if you're still there, let's be clear. And, and for everybody who's ready, let's to pin this all on BD, right? Like, this is an example of the systemic. He was raised this way. The system taught him this, his culture, just like us, right? And, and that's what I'm saying. If it could exist way back then, before this white supremacy thing really took off, because when he was around, y'all wasn't dominating the globe. Mm -hmm. Y'all was still in the dark ages. And so and if so, this train of thought could exist even then, imagine the depths of thought that exist now. Well, yes, yes. I mean, we don't have to imagine the depths of thought that exist now, unfortunately, right? Because they are on display every day. Um, I, you know, I, I, I wonder if there's time and, and maybe if, I don't know, maybe we just stop here and, and, and y'all just, this is the point, right? Imagine the depths. Don't imagine the depths, but imagine the depths. Like, see see the depths, right? This is not a simple, not a not a reconcile, oh, let's let's fill a lunch bag and 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 maybe pass, a, maybe pass, we're not even going to pass police reform, but, you know, maybe pass some housing Dude. law. Or, like, this is deep. Now... I wonder about the 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 glory of the liberation, the depth of the gift that is equal to this moment. Because I will tell you, even now, just talking to you, Javel, as we were going through this, right? Like so much of what I've been taught and shared, and and that has been shared with the world, comes rushing back to me, right? Like, read that again. We just assume that the angel sent Philip to go save this Ethiopian. <laughs> Right? The angel didn't say Jack. The angel said go there. And we just assume that and, and again we've we've 
uh, we sort of Jews are white. In, right. I was about to say, history. especially because we assumed that Philip was white. You know what I mean? So like, we have so Philip's white. He looks a lot like Jesus, right? Like he looks white and kind of maybe light skinned and blue eyed, and 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 he's being talked to by like the angel told him to go talk to to go to this place, and we read that as he was supposed to go man, there to share look, this good news. Look, I'll do you. I'll do you. I'll do you one further, right? So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? That's where I was going to go. Okay, go, 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 go. <laughs> Why did, I mean, so, so you know what? This is, this is exactly what happened to me in seminary, right? Like, this is the grace that was extended to me in seminary. When I sat down at, at this table, after having gone to one one class of the history of the black church and asked a bunch of black people who I sort of knew, right? Like, but who clearly I was not friends with. Um, <laughs> and I said, I said, how, yeah, I mean, this makes sense, but how does, how do I apply this to, to my people in my church? Like, how do I appropriate the black religious <laughs> tradition and make it meaningful for me? Right? Like, ha, right. Like I should have been slapped in the mouth, right? Like I should have been beat down this eunuch should have commanded whoever it is that was driving his his chariot and probably whoever was running alongside his chariot with spears or swords or whatever right because why in the world would you send a court official that didn't have an entourage right like like why in the world did he just not like even without having to say a word that you you know there was there was his personal guard right there was his guard person there who was ready to be like like was already like the Dora Milaje right like he was he was already like aiming the spear i mean take it take it like this take it like this man everybody loved game of thrones there was gray worm was there you know (laughs) he might have been a eunuch too but gray worm ain't none of y'all gonna say y'all wasn't afraid of gray worm when y'all watch game of thrones i mean like the the audacity the arrogance but why because again he was you know because he was ethiopian we don't even see the audacity of that question. We see that as a natural question. He's talking to an Ethiopian. He's talking to an African. They're inferior. You need to make sure that, you know, they're illiterate. You need to make sure that he can understand what he's reading. And so then we miss again. We miss again. So then what we miss is the very next line. And he said, the eunuch said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. And here's what we miss. And this is why the West is not Christian. Because we miss the faithfulness of that response. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Here is a man with great authority. A man with clearly with an entourage of trained killers. who is reading the word of God. How do you think Joe Biden would respond if someone were to talk to him like that? How do you think Trump would respond if somebody were to talk to him like like that? that? And they read the Bible. Y'all read the Bible. And y'all can't see that because that's not how y'all would respond having read the Bible, having sat and read the Bible. Western Christians would not respond. Western Christians with great authority when challenged in that way, the audacity of Philip. And yes, he should have audacity because he comes in the name of the Lord. But the audacity of Philip to come up to this entourage, to approach this chariot. And to ask this man of great authority who could kill him like that. Do you understand what you are reading? And then to have that great powerful man. Who if you want to focus on the fact that he's a eunuch. You would also say who's probably pissed off because he's a eunuch. And ain't willing to take no shit. 
Y'all remember the eunuchs in, in Game of Thrones? With the bald head eunuch, the fat, the, the short, stocky, bald head eunuch? He's known his share of disrespect throughout the Greco-Roman world. He has, he has known the slights and the sneers and the pains and the, and yeah. Mm -hmm. And because he got mm -hmm. power, he ain't taking your shit. But we miss the reality, the faithful response of this man who says humbly, how can I unless someone guides me? And not you, Philip, by the way. I mean, not necessarily you, right? Like, a, right? And, we, so, and, and so we miss. And mm -hmm, here's where it comes mm -hmm. back to what, we talk, what you talk about, right? And here's why I put extra weight on you, brother. And so we miss what carries over here. We miss the model of true faithfulness that is black life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, we miss, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and we miss the gift it is that, that black life opens up this passage so that we could even know that we're missing what's there and maybe have a chance at it, right? Like it is because of the, of the, the vulnerability and the sharing of so many black women and men sharing about the assumptions that people have approached them with all of the stupid racist white supremacist <laughs> evil things that people have walked up and assumed that you know the reverend doctor whoever doesn't understand right all of the white splaining all of the mansplaining that has happened and because they have shared and pointed that out, finally can we hear in Philip the arrogance that we that 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 is in us that we ask these questions that we assume that Philip was literate to even begin with, right? Like to 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 make the assumption that because God sent a white man on a road where he bumped into a black man that he must have been the white man must have been sent to teach that black man something and that's assuming that there was a white man right right well i mean right like well i mean he's white because of course he's white because yeah right <laughs> everything we said before right like we, we we're captured we're possessed by whiteness we're possessed in all of the ways and yet the depth of that freedom just look in this one passage what just a little bit of black experience what a little bit of love and grace and insight and wisdom that has been shared unlocks the faithfulness of of this person and, and if we can't see what we've missed because of white supremacist thought in that passage mm -hmm. there's no hope for becoming beloved community in the real world there's yeah. there's no in this society there's no there's no hope there isn't i'm gonna be audacious and say that if we can't even allow ourselves to see blackness as having value when we see it in scripture, blackness as being faithful, we explain his humility because he's, you know, he's humble the way we understand humbleness in a white supremacist world, which is subjugation. He's been subjugated. And we see that the Ethiopians now, we have effectively subjugated. And so that's why he's humble, even though he has great authority. Because what do we see? We see African leaders, Caribbean leaders, who supposedly, you know, free and independent, kowtowing before Western leaders. They have to be. They ain't got no damn choice. And I want to. We wanna see go back black leaders. We, no, 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 no. We see black political leaders now kowtowing towards the political establishment, cooning, shucking and jiving, whatever. And we accept it because that's what they have to do. We know that's what they have to do. That's why, you know, we, 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 we understand why Barack Obama couldn't do more specifically for black people because he had to be the president for all people. We understand that. We understand he couldn't overcome white supremacy because we on the one hand accept that this is a white supremacist 
system and so he could not be effective in a white supremacist system however he's not inferior but because we have that mentality we, 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 we see it right there in the scripture we can't see a black person with authority and say that they were freely acting we can't say that their great authority is the same as the great authority that we know in whiteness. And I'm going to, I'm going to take another cue from Dr. Walker Barnes writings. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to do some translation for all of our white. Sisters, <laughs> please, please. All right. Because Father Jabril is passionately talking about if we can't see this. Right. And he is absolutely right. Now, white people are going to hear that and cling to it. Because this is what we do. And this is what Dr. Walker Barnes taught me. And, and right. Like white people out there, we're clinging to when Father Jabell says, if we can't see, because what we take from that is we say we take, oh, OK, well, if we can't, we just we just need to be taught and we need to be we need to understand better and we need to have our eyes opened and then and then we will be able to. Right. So he's being gentle with you all. Right? <laughs> and he's just using English. Right. And we're, we're warping it again, because what this is, is we choose not to. We choose not to see. We don't need to more deeply understand. <laughs> we don't need to have this taught to us or revealed to us in some way, right? We choose not to. It's not about if I if I if I know better, I I, I would do better, right? We had that chance, right? Like it, this isn't if if only I would understand. Like I'm, you know, this system is inherently good, and we can trust this system. That if we just tweak it a little bit, oh, then man. the church. Will, will open up to us and the like we this is all about our choices and we have to choose to accept the gifts that we've been given that are out there so that we can see this Amen. so we can sit there Amen. and learn and, yeah. see and see and be saved you know when you say that you remind me of and i and i, and I know we you know we white church we gotta land this plane <laughs> but the spirit is cooking, brother. The spirit is cooking. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> You've been going to a black school. You should be. You should be getting used to this now. Let's go oh, with the flow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm good. I'm good. But, We're on Holy Spirit time. You know, and I was talking to the group. I was talking about some. You know, just I give thanks for the work that I do with this group's focus work, where I, where you know a group that you know has that groups that group groups that have determined <laughs> by what matters in whiteness economics to mm. engage this work um and a place where as a mad scientist i can try to test out these hypotheses and see and hopefully start reporting back to y'all who listen what i y'all y'all doing medical theological experiments on white people oh man yeah 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 <laughs> tuskegee <laughs> but uh you know the we talk about the system is not racist you know you have these arguments because again if we're going to come to beloved community we got to find a way to reconcile the disparate parts of our people all of our people including y'all white people mm -hmm. i mean as long as we're still in america talking about being one all of us are our people, you know, all of us are we the people. And Lindsey Graham recently gonna say the system ain't racist. He don't believe the system is racist. You know, there's this argument about systemic racism. The system is not racist. The system is not inherently racist. We talk about police reform. We talk about disparities in healthcare. We talk about disparities in, in you know, criminal justice. We talk about you know, disparities in all walks of life. We talk about the systemic problems, the systemic racism, systemic white supremacy I talk about. You know, the system is not inherently racist. The system is not inherently white supremacist. The church isn't either. The church is not. I know, that's why I say the system. You know what I mean? The church is not. But make it plain. Make it plain. The, ch the church is not inherently racist. The diocese is not inherently racist. Okay. You know what? Because y'all can go to it. Y'all can go to, 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 to my site. And y'all can see what I say about America. I tell people all the time, America is the only place that I believe that can become the beloved community. 
on paper yeah it could it is a beautiful thing on paper y'all you're good with language in that in that founding document no follow-through but I won't even say good intention because I doubt that yeah but okay the system isn't racist let's take that let's say that it's not racist let's agree on that I will concede that point we have these statistics again this is white math y'all love statistics this is how y'all built this economy statistics statistics govern everything if you can't prove it with, that's with why math that's why baseball is always America's game I'm a baseball fanatic but that's why baseball is America's game because there are statistics the, 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 the stats matter and the reason that people want to keep my boy Barry out the hall and McGuire out the hall is because their era jacked up the stats and the, the thing about baseball is being able to regardless of time period to compare stats stats mm. matter in this period versus that period it doesn't matter this what do the stats say so the system is not racist but we have these statistics that say disparities exist so if we accept that the system is not racist what we have to accept logically is that the overwhelming majority of people who have held power in the system are racist have been racist so police the police system is not racist the overwhelming majority then of police are racist so 99.9 percent .9 of them doing the job the right way we now begin to understand what that means if the system isn't racist. If the system is not racist. But then we'll say, because you can't say that all police are racist. So, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's check off these logical arguments then. So the system is not racist. Okay. But we have these statistics. The people are racist then. No, 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 no. The people are not racist. No, no, we're not racist. No, and definitely all we, people... But we right. have these statistics. So something. So what the only thing that's left is that niggas are inferior. QED, right? What else is left logically? Someone tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. If the system is not racist, And the people, the overwhelming majority, not the people, the overwhelming majority of the people who have held, ever held power and continue to hold power are not racist. Yet we have these statistics. What other answer is there? Except for we there's right just a along. deficiency in those people. I should say we were white all along. There's a reason. The reason that they are in jail more is because they are more criminal. The reason they die at higher rates is because their bodies are weaker. The reasons there's more crime in their com communities is because they're violent. They are raping and killing each other. That is what they like to do. The reason they don't succeed in schools is because, yeah, they, the, the, the nigga mind really can't learn. They need someone sent by an angel to come down and explain it all to them. A white man sent by an angel to explain it all to them. And that's where white supremacy, that's where the possession, the demonic possession of whiteness on us leads when you read this passage the way we've been taught to read it. And that's where we end. And that's where we are. Amen. And Amen. still, somehow, you 
and a whole bunch of other black folks for hundreds, now thousands of years, right, have been witnessing to over and over and over again and gifting. Hey, bro, look. The opportunity to be healed from, to be saved from, to be liberated from this this possession and oppression, right? Willful, that such that it is blindness. It's like I told Actually, my patronizing professor of homiletics in seminary when she asked us for our metaphor of ourselves as a preacher. And everybody else was coming up, folk was coming up with, oh, I'm like a pencil, I'm like a shell, I'm a blanket. Fuck does that mean? I said, Ezekiel 33. Behold, you have appointed me as a watchman. My job, brother, is to tell the people where it is, to speak the truth. The Lord said to Ezekiel, if you listen, if the people listen, thanks be to God. But that ain't your job. If they perish, but you have told them, their blood is not on your hand. Mm. If they perish and you have not told them. Hey, your blood ain't going to be on my hand. By God's grace, by God's grace, y'all blood ain't gonna be on my hand, not on mine. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.